0: Welcome to the Simply Authentic Podcast with Angie and Tanya, where we hope to inspire you to dream big and push past your fear, empower you to take charge of your own life, and challenge you to be the most authentic self you can be. back to the Simply Authentic
1: Podcast.
0: I'm Tanya Murphan. And I'm Angie Mullings. And we have a guest in studio today. We're very excited to have Paula Doherty with us today. Paula is a longtime friend, so I really appreciate you being here. She is the owner of Achieve Private Wealth Ameriprise Financial, and I'm gonna let her tell more about herself. So, welcome, yes. Paula. Thank Glad you. You're here. Thank
2: you, ladies, so much for having yeah. me here today. I am so excited, Good. not only to see you both, but to get to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is money. Yes. So, <laughs> yay. Yes. So, um, I have been a, a certified financial planner for many, many years. Actually, I started out with Ameriprise Financial in 1994 as an intern. Hmm. And then um, I became an advisor in 1995, so it's been a, a few okay. years ago. Yeah, yeah. A couple years. yeah it's, a, it's a wonderful company. And then I am now the CEO, Angie, as you said, of mm-hmm. Achieve Private Wealth, the Mayor Prize Financial. So it's just Got been it. a wonderful journey. Yeah, it's and do you, do you
1: still enjoy it? So you've done do. it for a long time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, awesome. yes. Yeah, a yeah. couple years. You're you one learned. of the lucky ones. We talk about this a lot of times that, that we found real estate and it was our passion and, mm-hmm. and not everyone finds their passion. Right. So it's great that and you need someone when you're talking about someone's financial future and helping them plan and set goals and that kind of thing. It needs to come from someone who's passionate about what they're doing, who stays on top of yeah. what's going on and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. more about the people than it yeah. is anything. And everybody's so different.
2: Mm-hmm. I like right? to see people succeed Yeah, and yeah. get what they want for themselves. Yeah. So
0: For sure. Yeah. And I'm guessing we, we talk about relationship building. That's what our business is about. Yeah. Same for you. Yes. Absolutely, because they have to trust you. They do. They
2: become like family. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same for us too. In that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same. So,
0: since we're starting off a new year, we really wanted to get into talking about some of just the basics. Mm -hmm. Some of our listeners probably have been financial planning for years, but others maybe not have even set a budget for themselves. Mm -hmm. So, let's Mm -hmm. talk about just. Some of the things. Walk us through a few of the very basic things like budgeting and getting organized. What, you know, what you what you like to start with when you meet with a client?
2: Sure. So, um, first of all, if if you think that you're looking for a financial planner, I think the first step is to reflect on what it is that you think that you want, or why is it that you're seeking a financial planner, or that you're just even giving a really good look to your finances. So Mm -hmm. I think that's the first place to start. And whatever that is, that may mean you need to seek uh, a a professional or some things that you could probably do on your own. Sure. But the the main thing is, and and we were kind of talking about this a little bit, is just about what are your goals? Like what, what is it that's on your heart? And what is it that you are, are hoping to achieve? I think that that is the first step in anything that we do, but especially when you're thinking about your money, because we all um, majority of people do have limited resources right. up to a point. And so you just need to think, okay, well, what is it that I want to achieve that I want to, to take a look at? And then for some people, maybe that's looking at the big picture, Mm-hmm. And they, they want to take more of a, a broad view. And some individuals are, I really just have this goal in mind and I want to be able to achieve that. And then thinking through uh, just strategies. And sometimes that's right. some, that really is best to talk to someone else that's been down that path before of, okay, here are some strategies that we can employ. So I think right. just thinking through um, what it is that you are really wanting to do and wanting to see your money do for you. Mm -hmm. So our goal as financial planners is just to help individuals to have the best life that they can with the money that they have. Mm -hmm. So So
1: I hear you saying, so you've got to either write down or realize your goals first. Mm -hmm. So with that, does a budget come? Because a lot of people whether you're a spender or a saver and Angie and I were talking about this earlier yeah. right you're either yes. one or the other and mm-hmm. and I tend to believe that you're born that way and born mm-hmm. you're taught that you mm-hmm. know your family are spenders or savers right mm-hmm. and then yes. that can reverse or it can change at any point in your lives because now you're in charge of your own money versus growing up with parents with money or whatever. Right. So how do you feel about that? How does somebody, what else does somebody have to do? Do they have to set a budget?
2: Mm -hmm. So um, that's a really good Mm -hmm. point. I was just talking to someone uh, with young children recently and they were talking about how to raise their children to be financially savvy and money mm-hmm. smart. Right. And I said, well, first of all, don't underestimate what they can learn early and that they are always True. watching. Yes. So they are observing mm-hmm. their parents or the adults around them, um, how they handle money, how they deal with money, the decisions they make. Mm-hmm. So, and and that, that flow of things. So don't underestimate that. Um, when it comes to setting a budget, I typically recommend that individuals just examine their goals. So, and we talked about that here uh, just a few minutes ago, and break those down into two categories short term and long term. Mm-hmm. So, short term may be like a, a car or a vacation, whereas long term may be college education for your children or mm-hmm. retirement, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. down the road. And then and this is key, is really examining your um, income and your outgo. Mm -hmm. So what is, and and most people kind of break it down monthly. It's a little bit easier to look at your month to month than for the entire year. Mm -hmm. And it's a little too tedious to look at it every week. So just getting an idea of what do you have coming in each month? What do you have going out each month? And just see where you have a choice in your spending. Okay. Yeah. So again I I would Mm -hmm. suggest breaking that down again into two different categories. Fixed and discretionary. So fixed would be these are the things that I have to pay for, right? Food, Mm -hmm. clothing things like that, the mortgage, mortgage, utilities, right, right. housing, and then discretionary would be more like entertainment, Mm -hmm. vacations. Mm -hmm. So it's what I like to call the have-tos and the Mm -hmm. (laughs) choose-tos. So this is what I have to spend money on Mm -hmm. uh, to to get on in life, and then this is what I'm choosing to. And then I usually recommend to individuals, just be sure to pay attention to what I call out-of-pattern spending, like the holidays. Mm Mm-hmm um when yeah. extra gifts come up or i have some clients that buy propane and so they'll pay for that twice a year right or um property taxes those mm-hmm. are coming yes. you know those those come due at the at the beginning at the end of the year yeah. so you know we we've seen that recently um so car maintenance Mm-hmm. if refrigerator breaks down. Those mm-hmm. are those one-offs, mm-hmm. but they're going to happen, so we know that. So mm-hmm. you right. want to build in some flexibility sure. into your budget. Um, and then just evaluate your budget. Obviously, the goal is to spend less than what you earn. Mm-hmm. Of course. You know, so mm-hmm. And it may take a little bit of um, discipline and, and determination. A lot, yes. yes. To get there, so yeah. that's okay. Mm-hmm. There yeah. may be a couple of... Mm-hmm. of um, Stops and starts as as a person gets their budget in line, and that's okay. You yeah. have to give yourself some grace on that as you're just getting used to adjusting to that that cash flow. Yeah. So what you have going on, um, and and you may need to cut down on your discretionary expenses. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, if sometimes people don't like that, but if you have your eye on a goal, that's what you may need to do to apply those that money yep. to that goal. Right. Yep. So. Right. Yeah, but don't give up. You know what yeah. I mean? I just think yeah. you'll get it right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Like
0: anything else in life, I think it's a, a series of starts and stops. <laughs> I know that's how it has mm-hmm. been for me over over the years. Just I, I start out really good, and, and I think a lot of people – again we're at the first of the year we're thinking about our goals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what we need to do in order to achieve those goals and so you go at it with gusto right and i'm going to i'm going to set these goals mm-hmm. and hopefully we we did a podcast recently where we talked about smart goals making them specific and measurable mm-hmm. and all those i'm sure you're familiar with that so we we emphasize doing that but over time our commitment to that seems to wane a little Mm -hmm. bit. So but I'm I'm guessing if I if I decide that I've got, let's say I've got an extra 50 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. That's that's all. That that's okay. Right? I mean anything that you can save and put away. (laughs) Yeah. It's great. (laughs) So it's getting you one step closer to that goal. So I don't I don't want our listeners to think oh, my goodness, I I need to put away, you know, if my Mm -hmm. goal is to get my kid through college, well, hopefully you've got a little time to plan for that. And if Mm -hmm. you're putting back 50
2: bucks a month, that adds up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Start early. Yes. Yes. I say early and often. Often. (laughs) Early and often. Start early and save as often as you can. Yeah. 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 But but I would also say, you make a good point, Angie, that um, you don't want it to be so rigid that – Actually, sometimes less rigid is better, better or less record keeping. <clears throat> um, so the more the, the more simple you can make it, mm-hmm. because if it's if it's too rigid, then it's likely going to fail, mm-hmm. and then you don't mm-hmm. like you said, you know, people get so far and then they kind of give up because ugh, you know it didn't go as they planned, and mm-hmm. and I would say plan on that because there's going you need to be flexible. Absolutely, right. things are going to come up, so yeah. that that's that's part of it. Yeah, but, yeah,
1: and starting that savings account. So there's several different thoughts here, but the the number of Americans who have a savings account is very low. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that earlier. We should have Googled that, but you may know the statistic on it. It's very low. Surprising. Mm-hmm. So young people, especially, and people our age, if you've not been a saver through your life, now these emergent situations that can happen anytime fridge goes out car breaks down got to get a new car got you know whatever it is what are tips for somebody to get started in savings and not touching it because Mm -hmm. that's hard for all of us because you've got once you get a little money in there and a little kitty it's hard not to touch it and I remember as a young person when I started my first it was a 403b at that time the guy said to me if you don't see it, and you can't get your hands on it, you it accrues without you mm-hmm. ever being attached to it. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of feel that way about a savings account. But you can get to your savings mm-hmm. account. What tips do you give people to?
2: So it, you know, of course, it depends on on where they are. If they're a of young course. person, or if they're an older person. Older individuals usually have a checking account established. Your college age, or coming out of high school, normally. Don't have that yet, but it's a great start to, right. to start a checking. And I I kind of envision checking as that's your in and out account. That's the one you're going to pay the bills on. Yeah. And then a savings account is going to be for the extra. And even if you can move that now into a money market that's paying a higher interest rate. Agree. Um, and it takes maybe one more step to get that money back into your checking, right? Anything where it's like, we almost call it a level two, where it's like, okay, level one's the checking pretty accessible to your point, Tanya. Yes. And then level two is okay, it's a little farther away. And it's going to take me actively moving that money back Mm -hmm. into my checking, Mm -hmm. uh, going online and doing Mm -hmm. that to make it just a little bit more out of reach a Mm -hmm. little bit. um, Not as easy just to Mm-hmm. Use the debit card or right, whatever, right. or a bed moment. So, right. yes. Yeah, so, um, I, I think that's a that's a good point. Um, <clears throat> to that, to absolutely what you said with regard to like a, a retirement plan. Right. That's a long term. Yes. Um When we set those up, IRAs or four hundred and three Bs, or someone's participating in their company retirement plan, we just basically say, just keep putting that money away, yeah. and it's not accessible to you. It, it can be if necessary, but really the point is you right. don't want it to be. That's right. not your no. emergency money. No. Yeah. So if we can get individuals to start saving, we start there. That's mm-hmm. always the first layer is um, having a cushion. Mm-hmm. And we recommend at least three to six months worth of expenses, if not more. Really, six to nine is a little right. bit better, but... Mm-hmm. That seems so far out for some people that it's just baby steps. Just get Agree. at least three months of savings yes. put away. Like, ex- and that by savings I mean monthly expenses. Yes, just in case. Yeah. Um, because you really don't want your first go to to be a credit card. Right. 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 Um, and then you've got to pay off that credit card anyway. That's people, yes. You know, so people use that as an extension of their income, and um, that w- that it can feel like you're spending less. But that can actually add up very quickly because mm-hmm. we easily, we're oh human. Gosh. We yes. easily forget what we put on that card. Yes, in our day to day, because we're so busy. Yeah, so, right. and then you get the bill, and you go, "Oops, yeah, now I have to pay it, or I have to pay interest on it." Yep,
1: So and that perfectly. interest is high. It oh, is yeah.
2: high, and it has really gone up <clears throat> um, as it's as, as interest rates yeah. that the Fed is raised interest rates very yeah. aggressively the last year and a half. While that's very attractive on the money market and the savings side and the yeah. CDs, it is it's, it's a it's a good market for savers. It is not a, a great market for you know loans and credit cards and things right. like that right now. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the flip side of mm-hmm. interest rates going up. Yes, right. yeah. So,
0: right. yeah. Now I'm going to ask you this question, and and I know I know you, so I know you were very probably sensible the the day you were born, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> sensible with money, predetermined, but, oh, good with money. If I could go back and talk to my college age self, <clears> throat> um, throat> what what would you say to that person? What what are some steps that you just maybe not even because not everyone goes to a four year college, but right. let's say you know you're in your early twenties and and what would you What would you go back and say to yourself or what would you advise someone who walks in your office and
2: they're 20 and where do they start? That's a great question. Um, and I, I hope that I hear that financial planning is now being taught in some form or fashion in high school, but it's very hit and miss. And so I would just advocate for that to be a required yes. course yes, either in high school. We had economics, yes. but that really wasn't the same. I right. mean, just simple budgeting, ledger, yes. you know, in your checkbook, how, yes. to, how, <laughs> how to, to bring I down, down your balance. Basics, and yes. and yes. I do miss that for uh, now, how that's become uh, kind of gone by the wayside, because mm-hmm. I learned on the checkbook ledger uh, how to subtract out when you wrote a check and keep a balance. And I think that is yeah. an, a great exercise still to, to especially teach your children on is here's what you have. And then as you write those checks and make those debits, because it's so easy right now, we all do this, to go and just either put the debit card in the ATM to get cash out or Venmo it now or charge it. And you don't actually see it where it used to be you would have to see the ledger of the money going in when you got paid or made a deposit and subtracted when you Mm -hmm. wrote that check or took money Mm -hmm. out. And um, so... Uh, You know, people just don't typically pay attention to their balances anymore mm-hmm. unless they go on mm-hmm. their app or online yeah. uh, i had someone years ago tell me he just went through the atm to get money out to see what his balance was so you know yeah. he'd get the little oh, I've receipts heard that too. Uh-huh. and yeah. uh-huh. so i thought you know that's actually commonplace and so yeah then they know how much is in there for the week You're i right. just
0: hadn't even thought about that when we were talking about goals we were talking about how we write them down so that we can see them we want to see them all the time because most of us are visual right we need to see that Mm -hmm. and you're you're absolutely right these kids today they they don't see Mm -hmm. what's coming in and what's going out Mm -hmm. and such an important piece of that
2: it Mm -hmm. is it is um also i think as you said if you were talking to your younger self really taking a look at your at what your income is your Mm outgo is that it's really important to understand that and then just Figuring out what your expenses are, um, deciding what is a need and what is a want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A need is groceries. Mm -hmm. You need Mm -hmm. to eat. A want is going out to eat. Mm -hmm. So Where do shoes fall in that, Paula? Well, (laughs) I know you well, too. (laughs) Those, Those designer shoes might be a want. <laughs> <Yeah>. Maybe that's <laughs> where I went wrong all right. <laughs> so, so but then you could justify some of those as a need. I know, exactly. you know you need gotta have you gotta have shoes gotta on the have feet. Footwear. So you do. <laughs> Just, yes, absolutely. Um yeah and whether you made a good point. Some people do go to college and some don't and that's fine. Everyone has their journey. Um I have seen some some college age individuals that, you know, they're out for the first time and they have m- money either from the mm-hmm. parents or from college scholarship money, or loan or what have you. And oftentimes that comes in at the beginning of the semester. Mm-hmm. So I think really they need to understand that they need to make that last right. if they're given money. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, truthfully, if they're going out and splurging in September. I call it having steaks in September could mean you have hot dogs in December. For right? sure. Right? Yeah, I mean, you could be like, you know, really splurging and having a yeah. great time and going out to eat and going and having a great time and, and all of that. But if that money doesn't last for yeah. the entire semester... It could be pretty lean uh, by the time uh-huh. you get to December or running out of money. So mm-hmm. just really learning to regulate and pull back that spending. Spending in one area means spending less in another area. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is true it's through all and take life. It is. It is. Yes. And then just planning ahead. If, if they're going to go on spring break. Mm -hmm. and they are going to pay for it they're going to have to think ahead about saving that money to be able to buy those tickets or pay for the gas or the food or whatever so and that's just again that goes throughout that's your goal Mm -hmm. that's a short-term goal but that's a goal is i want to do this or i want to go on that mission trip or whatever it is and how Mm -hmm. are you going to pay for it so Mm -hmm. it's just starting to think ahead about that um I also would say for young people, just to caution them against excessive spending, mm-hmm. and if they start to see themselves getting in financial trouble, go to their parents or go to someone, and you know if there's a red yeah. flag, mm-hmm. don't hesitate to, to, to speak up and say, I, yes. I think I need help," or yeah. I'm getting it over my head." I'm yes. in over my skis right now, so yeah. That's, yeah. that's go ahead and make that okay for your children to come to you and say, "I think I've made a mistake, yeah. and I need help in getting this right again," so it doesn't get to be too much debt. Mm-hmm. Like you said, um, it can get sideways really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: that's important. Yeah. I have children that are 23 and 25, and one has a credit card and got a credit card immediately into college at 18, <clears throat> and the other one didn't because I prevented her from getting it and I put her on one of mine mm-hmm. and started building her credit, had the conversation about credit and don't, you know, don't you don't need the credit card because we saw what happened with Lakin and she went nutty. I really like well, I really like your um, recommendation to talk with your children and tell them it's okay when you have made a mistake and overspent and you're using that credit card to go get McDonald's Mm -hmm. and you know, every week and whatever it is, or the Starbucks coffee three times a week. Having that open dialogue there is really important Mm -hmm. because if you don't have that as a parent, you can see your children go down a rabbit hole really quickly. Mm -hmm. And then it's a lot of times too late to help or, or we're, you know, we're far gone, whereas we could have caught this earlier and and been further ahead.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. I, I'm not. Not all credit cards <clears throat> are bad. They can be no. great in an emergency. Yes. If they're paid off on time, they can be a good way to start building credit for mm-hmm. down the road. But yes. They have to be monitored. <laughs> yes. Because if you can't pay that off and it starts getting to be this bigger debt it can result in poor credit history yes mm-hmm. and right. then that makes it harder down the road to get an auto loan or to be able to get a, a mortgage mm-hmm. um right or to pay to to be able to rent an apartment right. so maybe right. start out with a low credit limit just yes. so that there's a cap on it so mm-hmm. they they can't get in yeah. over their head um Teach them to review review the bill each month. Mm-hmm. You yes, know, something. Where I'll did I spend my money? Yeah, where did yes. I spend it? Is it accurate? Yes, yes. Does that yeah. look right? Yeah. Is that are those my That's charges? Good point. Mm-hmm. We should, you know, we should all be be doing that. Right. So, yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Um, the less debt they graduate with, the better. So, but absolutely. Yeah. But it's a great way to start monitoring that too. But they have to pay attention to it. I remember the yeah. the, the, the the summer I went to college. Um, at the orientation and there's tables lined up and there's credit card tables yes. and they're giving out free yes. t-shirts and or free you know yeah. coolers or whatever they're giving you Tons and it's, it was like oh yeah I want that yeah I yeah. didn't realize what I was signing up no. for and I had this mm-hmm. card and mm-hmm. I got the bill about a month later and it, there was probably only five or six hundred dollars on it maybe or, or less and I freaked out I thought mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. is this mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I you know I I had to take care of it and I uh, n- no not again that scared me I thought oh I yeah. didn't realize exactly how that worked but mm-hmm. yes yes I learned and, very quickly and when you look at You still have to pay the piper exactly yes. <laughs> yes. yeah and you With look interest. at that interest if, yes holy cow if mm-hmm. it's if it bleeds over into the next yes. month yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah so you're never yeah. caught up
2: right always behind.
1: Right. Yeah. Yes.
2: We we were
0: talking. I mean, credit cards are a necessary evil. Again, you have to build credit mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. You just have to be very disciplined mm-hmm. whenever you have them. But it's it's become a, a piece that, in order to buy a house, to in or, order to buy a car, you've got to have a credit history. Yeah. And and one of the easiest ways to do that is via a credit card. Right. Yeah. Making sure that it's monitored right. and. Taking the steps like we've talked about,
2: and now, now there's points you can get, yeah. and all oh, kinds of cash back, lots of incentives. And so there are incentives, mm-hmm. and and those can be attractive, and those can you can use those, but again, um, you still need to be able to to pay that off at the end mm-hmm. of the month if at all mm-hmm. possible. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: make make concessions for that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What about our listeners out there that are in their fifties and they they just haven't started saving? Is it too late?
2: No, it it is not too late. Um, It really depends on the the situation, um, where they are. The first thing is if there is high debt or high credit card debt, that really needs to be dealt with. So um, that in conjunction with just a savings account and an immediate cash reserve is... um, we feel like a first step to, okay. to just at least getting a little more solid footing mm-hmm. so that that credit card use and being in debt doesn't just become just perpetuate itself. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's that. Um, if you are fortunate enough to have an employer that offers a retirement plan with a match, yeah. we recommend putting money at least up to the match because that's yeah. free money. Yeah. That's free on money. The table. Yes. Yeah. So, um, that's our first couple of steps and then going into, um, other areas of saving, but Mm -hmm. just starting with a little bit, like you said, $50 a month. Great. Start Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And then just monitor it. Look for ways to increase your savings, either with a bonus or with a raise Mm -hmm. or, or any of those incentives that come along. Mm -hmm. And look for opportunities to increase your your savings. Mm-hmm. And maybe and sometimes, if they are waiting, they're kind of a little bit later in the game of getting started. That may mean downsizing a house mm-hmm. or um, cutting back on you know some vacations or things like that. Right. It just depends on what somebody wants. Yeah, you know. Right. So what they have right. going on in their life. Everybody's True. situation is different. Right. Yeah. But yeah.
0: And and speaking from personal experience, we were talking before. Tanya's the saver, I was not the saver. But I can tell you that once I got my head around, I'm paying these credit cards off, what a good feeling that was. Mm-hmm. Just to, like you said, take small steps. Yep. It, it makes you, it empowers you, it makes you feel, mm-hmm. gosh, I all I did was take 50 bucks out of each paycheck and I've paid down this credit card. Such a good feeling, mm-hmm. and then once you do it, I think most people, you're not not going back, right? Once you've right. had high credit card debt, yeah. you never want that again. Mm-hmm. Like you said, when you found out you owed five or six hundred dollars, you you were like never again. In college, that was a lot, you yeah, know? It, absolutely, yeah. was like, as, as, as money as you didn't have absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, it could be a lot of money today for yeah. some <laughs> people, and just just be, those baby steps will. If you'll take those baby steps, it will encourage you Mm -hmm. it will inspire Mm -hmm. you to do more because you'll start to reap some benefit Mm -hmm. of that Mm -hmm. so i love i love what you've given there just to to take those small steps to in order to see a bigger gain eventually and and i've always heard it's never too late to start Mm -mm. ever
2: no now you know you don't want to be that person that okay i want to retire in five years and you have nothing there's not you know, that just, you're just going to have to make some decisions. And, and, and for us, when people say, well, I want to be really aggressive and in the market, I got to make up time. That's not really the the appropriate for, for the majority of people is to try and be really aggressive and take risks with their money to make up time. So that's where Mm -hmm. I would suggest you talk Mm -hmm. to a professional Mm -hmm. and, and (coughs) say, okay, what can I do? You know, what, what are some of the things that make most sense for me right now to at least put me in a better yeah. position and you know retirement means different things to different people so that mm-hmm. may just mean you it's do true. have to work um longer maybe it's not true. in the job you're in if you don't love it right. um go find something else to do but that for- can be a great supplemental income um along with social security or a pension or whatever it is that mm-hmm. that, that person's getting right so mm-hmm. there's there's options out there i would just say yeah. talk to someone yeah about that
1: i have been very motivated looking towards retirement as I got into my 50s. And I think just because I started to realize, well, I'm not getting any younger here. And the money I have up to this point, well, I wish it was doubled or tripled that. But Mm -hmm. here I am. And so for me, money became, I started looking at it differently. And I have always been a saver. But I started making moves and more goals towards financial security mm-hmm. so that I didn't have to work so hard in retirement. So retirement does look different for everybody. I get that. But do you? what age group do you see a majority of your clients come to you? Is it very, very vast?
2: It is fast. Yeah, um, it depends on their upbringing. Everybody's yeah. on a different journey, for sure. So some um, some are getting started right out of high school or college. Um, some are getting established first, and then getting a little bit of money right. together and getting their school loans paid off or their credit card, and then coming right uh, to to us. Um, some are, you know, they're they're mid mid-40s, 50s, starting to think about retirement and uh, wanting to know if they're on track or they're doing everything that they possibly can or needing help with their retirement plans or trying mm-hmm. to understand what the rules are, because there's lots of different retirement plans sure. out there, depending on what mm-hmm. industry you work in. Yeah. So, uh, Tanya, it's it's kind of across the yeah. board. Some people come to us the first time when they receive an inheritance. True. And so yeah. that Unthought just that. changes their trajectory. For sure. You know, right. I can. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you know, I think just when you're going to talk to a professional, you just need to, Think about what it is you're looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you looking do you need help with taxes? Or are you wanting to start a business? Are you wanting to save for a goal? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. are you wanting to get out of debt? Or are you just do you just need help with investing? Just mm-hmm. understanding sure. what you're doing. So people come to a financial planner for a wide array of reasons. Maybe they want to create a financial plan. Mm-hmm. Have a have a roadmap yeah. to get mm-hmm to mm-hmm. their goal, which right. often is retirement, mm-hmm. but then again, we just have to define what retirement means. Yeah. Is it retiring from the current job? Yeah. Is it retiring to something else? Right. True. What does that mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and since you brought that up, I wanna, I wanna make a point that I find that when people, they, they start, at least right now, people start looking at houses and talking about real estate, they start looking at houses online And then when they reach out to a realtor, it becomes real, right? Like, and then do I even dare to dream that I can buy a house Mm. because I've been in debt or I've, you know, whatever, I'm too young, I'm too, whatever. I I feel like there are certain industries where people are hesitant Mm -hmm. to ask for help because, financial planner i don't i don't know i don't i don't know if i can afford that mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. i really want to make a point that whatever your relationship with money is and everybody's got a relationship with money right mm-hmm. um that don't hesitate to reach and ask for help with with a professional right. mm-hmm. you're not going to Shut the door in their face because they've got fifty bucks in their account, right? Everybody no. needs help Everybody yeah, right needs
2: a- and and just understand that that there are different types of financial planners. there are there are some that are portfolio managers, some that are uh, help individuals get out of debt. there are some mm-hmm. that are certified financial planners. I think I've heard the term recently financial therapists ah, and and I think yes. well they probably have probably a place true. because, Some people have a, um, an unhealthy relationship with money Mm -hmm. because of their upbringing. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, they would have a place. There's financial coaches, there's brokers. Mm -hmm. Um, I would caution though, when sometimes people use the term loosely financial advisor and they, they may not have any or much education in helping individuals. So, uh, I always Mm -hmm. recommend to people, um, ask a lot of questions, ask what their background is and what their experience is. Do they have any designations or Mm -hmm. are they a certified financial planner? How do they charge? Right. How do they work with individuals? Um, it's okay to ask maybe, maybe meet with a couple of different individuals to see what the difference is much like they would do in real estate. It's just ask questions and seek to be educated Yeah. because people will work differently. Um, You know, not everybody works the same.
0: Right. And this hopefully is going to be a long-term relationship. So you Mm -hmm. need someone that just, as you mentioned, like a realtor, we want people that feel comfortable with us because mm-hmm. I might not be their cup of tea. I might not have the right skill set or they may not feel comfortable. They have to feel comfortable talking mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. their financial planner because you're gonna be talking about your goals and your your dreams, your aspirations and how do I get there. And it's gotta be, like you said, a relationship built on trust. Mm-hmm. So they need to find that right person. Yes. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. I agree.
1: Okay. Is there anything that we have not talked about or went over that would be tips that you would like to leave the listeners with?
2: Um, some from time to time, people ask me about are there is there software or are there app apps to be able to um track my expenses and you can find those out there there's um there's buddy there's wally uh pocket guard so there's all different kinds of apps out there Mm -hmm. i think you have to find if that's what you want to do and those can be helpful make sure they're secure Mm -hmm. um a lot of people, I will say this, a lot of people like Mint. They've asked me about Mint, and it's I've going away in 2024. So oh, that's, that I don't good. know why. I don't oh. know. I don't use a lot of those apps, but mm-hmm. I just know I've had clients that have used them. Sure. And so, you know, there is there are apps and there is software out there that you can find that can help you right. with your budgeting if, you just, if you're not a spreadsheet kind of person so and yeah. they're not right, yeah. you know you want right. it done out auto, of automatically i had someone ask me the other day do you just have something that i can just fill in and it adds it up for me automatically and we <laughs> right. do you know yeah. but yeah. yeah there's there's things out there on you can google and find those that software too so i would say that just make it as easy on yourself as possible
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. to be able to track your your budget and your expenses that yeah. is really the key it's just knowing what you you personally have coming in and going out Yeah, and mm-hmm. looking at all your sources of income. Yeah. Excellent. And your expenses. Love that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Great, great information. Thank you again for being here. Really appreciate it. And, you know, I think the bottom line is it's a new year. Make sure that you're making the most of it. And if your goals are to save and budget, then just get started no matter where you are in life and then seek the help of a, a certified or a, a professional that you feel comfortable yes. with so that they can help guide you throughout the process. So Thanks
2: absolutely again. thank you. Thank, thank you, you so for much for being here. It was yep. Delight it was very delightful. here. We appreciate
0: here. it.
1: We will catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening. See
0: ya. Thanks for listening to the Simply Authentic Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram
1: be sure to listen to us on your favorite podcasting app.